Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back. And I want to introduce my audience to Ryan a brother in Christ who I've known for quite a while, and he has been making quite a splash or something on TikTok of recently, and he's getting the word of God out. He's getting the gospel out on another platform, and he's 39. He lives off-grid. He's retired from Leathercraft, and he now makes wild medicinals, organic medicinals, their quality, organic and locally sourced and everything. And he's been married for 16 years, three children, and he recently made a TikTok video that went viral, and it involved some of his testimony. So, Ryan, welcome on to the show, The Modern Bushman. Thanks, man. It's great to be on here. I never imagined I'd be on your show, Brian. It's an honor to have you on. And um, first, I just want to ask you, and I want to thank you for coming on. I want to ask you, what is TikTok, and how did you end up on there? Well, TikTok is basically the next social media. You know, we all started with MySpace and then went to Facebook and then we were on YouTube and then Instagram. And now it's TikTok, man. Um, I think what's happened is people's attention spans just get shorter and shorter as the years go on with social media. And so now one minute video clips, that's what it is. Um, we got onto TikTok because our businesses have always been online. I was a custom leather crafter. That was all online. My wife made uh, birch bark baskets and that sort of stuff. And now we're doing our you know, medicinal thing that we're doing out here. And we don't sell in town to the tourists because we would have to leave. And we don't want to do that because we live out here for a reason. And so TikTok is our, our marketplace basically to be able to advertise for our businesses. So my wife started that first and uh, it was going well. And I, I don't like social media. I don't like doing it personally, but I saw the value in what she was doing, read some stuff about how to make it successful enough to do what you need to do with it. And so that's what I was kind of do is just playing around, trying to get my name out, trying to build a brand like, like you do on social media for your business. Um, and so that's, that's where we are. TikTok is one minute videos of anything you can think of. There's garbage on there. There's good stuff on there. It's just, it's the internet and video clips is basically what it is. Very interesting. Well, it's just another place to share God's word and God seems to have prepared you and made a little spot for you on there. And then all of a sudden, I guess it was last week, a friend of mine sent me one of your videos and, you know, he shared, it's a, it's a brother in Christ and he shares clips with me here and there. He sent me your video and I wrote back to him and I said, Hey, that's my friend. I guess the video was going viral, but I'm going to drop this clip in so the audience can get a little feel for what you were talking about and see why it went viral. And then we'll discuss that. Absolutely. I don't make no assumptions about me. You're going to lose that game every time. But sure, I'll tell you how I went from being an atheist to believing in God. Despite my appearance and rough speech, 
I'm an intellectual, my guy. One of my favorite things to do back in the day was to argue Christians into the dirt for fun. Debating Christians is very easy by and large because most of them are not very studied in what the Bible actually says. Oh, that's arrogance? No, that's a fact. I'm sorry. So I was real good at that. I argued my own grandfather until he had nothing left to say. So no, I've not been programmed. If I tell you I believe a thing, it's because I've looked into the very darkest depths of it, like I have done with my own soul. I believe in God because I was dying on the bathroom floor. With one foot in hell, the doctors told me there was no hope I was going to die. I prayed to everything. I prayed to science first. The doctors failed. Then and all that fluffy stuff about the universe, that failed me too. And when I was done and had no fight left in me, no hope and surely going to die, I prayed to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. And then I begged, not for my life, I had to know the truth. My life was over. There was no hope. I said only the truth, God. And he condescended to reach down out of heaven and pick me up off the bathroom floor. And first he saved my soul, and then he saved my life. That was 10 years ago. I've had three children since then. He changed my whole heart. I hated people. I still would if I let myself. He changed my heart. He changed my mind. He gave me my health back. He gave me a life and a family. He led me to this place in Alaska and let my dreams come true. All I asked for was the truth. And when he showed it to me, I followed it. And whereas I had proven the other things a lie, I put the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel to the test. And he proved himself to me to be the truth. You can believe what you want. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. What I love about your style, brother, is you're real. And see, I, I try to be real. And people, oh, you're this, you're to that, you're to this, you're to that. And I just say to them, yeah, maybe I am. I'm not to heaven yet. You know, I'm, I've, I've grown. Yeah, maybe I was. I'm sorry. I made that video uh, nine years ago. You know, the Lord deals with us. But I'm, I'm going to leave those there because the truth of God's word is the only thing that's worth anything on those videos. So praise God for that. And the only thing good in us is him and his word needs to go out. And so he uses real dudes like us that he saves and he sends out like the apostles. And they weren't perfect either. Now, so I love when I hear your videos like you're just you're just real and you're Ryan. And you're going to grow too, brother. And we're all going to just keep on listening to each other. And iron sharpens iron. And so Absolutely. I'm really glad to, to get you on. Um, so let's talk about in your video, you referenced a little bit about your testimony. Would you like to share with my audience a little bit about that? Sure. Um, basically, what happened was I was a construction worker for the town that I was living in uh, doing asphalt and such. And me and my crew leader both got sick right at the same time. And uh, he ended up dying from pancreatic cancer, but he was saved. I'm going to see him again. I am absolutely positive of that. Um, he did not stop sharing the gospel with me throughout the entire time I worked with him, even though I was vehemently opposed. But I got pancreatitis. He died of pancreatic cancer. I got pancreatitis. The doctor, it was idiopathic. Um, I think it had something to do with injury and asphalt and the environment. And who, God has a plan, you know. But basically what happened was my pancreas just started dying and didn't stop. And the doctors didn't have anything for me. I went to, you know, I went through the ladder of specialists up to the top guy and $100,000 in debt immediately for them to tell me what I already knew. I had already been researching. I knew my pancreas was dying. I, I was in the hospital for pancreatic attacks and they just didn't stop. I just kept having them. So basically when I say in my video that I was dying on the bathroom floor with one foot in hell, man, pancreatitis is something people don't but people don't understand if they've never had it. Um, it's, a, it's an eight to 12 hour event where you're throwing up every 
15 minutes. There's never a lack of anything. There's never any dry heaving. Your liver dumps bile. If you don't, if you want to cut all this out, that's fine. Anyway, during the event of eight to 12 hours, and I'm talking every day, just about, I would live on the bathroom floor. It wasn't just nausea. It wasn't just pain. It wasn't just, it was a total doom and gloom. Absolute. The world is ending. Everything is as wrong as it could be anxiety. I lived in it. I lived in that anxiety of if I could liken it to anything, I would say it would be living out of the presence of God, man. I can't even, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be in hell, knowing that that's what it was like on earth. Um, I was a vehement atheist. I, I was nasty about it. I wasn't nice and I wasn't cordial. I would argue Christians until they were about in tears and some of them would be. And I liked it. I took joy out of that, man. What, how good that felt for me to destroy people's faith and their emotions. And I don't, I didn't have an effect on their faith. I hope and pray to God, but God brought me to a place where all that was, was done. People call me cocky and tell me that I'm arrogant because I mentioned my intellect in that video. The point that they're missing is that my intellect had me dying on the bathroom floor, surely going to hell, but God is merciful and he's, and he's gracious. And I had been brought to a point where I I needed something. I was going to die. I didn't want to be alive anymore. My whole life was hell. It was dust and ashes in my mouth. There was no joy at all. Nothing. I was waiting to die. I was asking God, please, can this be over now? But I needed to know what was true before I went because I was a seeker of the truth. That's how I thought I had arrived at the conclusion that there was no God. I was seeking after what was true. And I had come to the conclusion that that was that there was no God. God let me know very quickly that that was not the case. And when I had come to a point where I had let go of all of my, everything that I had was gone. I don't know anything, God. Here I am. I can do nothing for myself. I cannot save myself. The doctors can't save me. There's nobody on earth that can help me here. If I'm going to die, that's okay. I don't want to live here anymore. This rock is ruined for me in this condition. But I need to know what is true. I need to know what is true. And God brought me right to the feet of Jesus Christ. It wasn't instant. It wasn't immediate. I didn't have some kind of epiphany. I didn't see Jesus. I didn't see God. I didn't see hell. I didn't die. What I did do was ask, Amen. God, please, I want your truth. I want your mercy, not for my physical condition, but for my soul. Something is going on here and I need to know what it is. And he showed me. It wasn't immediate. Brother, I'm going to tell you what, you're the biggest, you're the biggest Christian. In, let me say this again without choking up on it. You are the single most biggest Christian influence that I have had in my life. And that is a fact. After I got saved, I discovered very quickly that this is a dry and thirsty land where no water is. I tried to find churches. I tried to find preachers. I tried to ask people. I would read the Bible and what's to say? Go to, I went to the Bible studies with the preachers. I went to the preacher's houses after church. Explain this to me. What does it say if it doesn't say what it says? I got a bunch of nothing, man. That's humbling, and um, it's sad, and it also, it's a remnant scenario that we're all in. I, I praise God for what you said, and it's only because of God's grace, so I don't take any credit or glory for that. It's all, it's all about the Lord, and he took me out, Amen. Of, the same, took me out of the same position, brother. I was drunk and, and, uh, and everything else, and I don't want to get too deep into it. I've, I've shared my testimony on my channel in us, there is no good thing. No you know, good thing. The, the amazing thing is that God led you to that point. He had so much mercy on us 
He didn't kill us when we were lost. He, he led us to the point and let us live to thirst for his truth. Amen. And then he gave us the living water. And I mean, that is the ultimate love of a loving God, a, a, a good father. I want to just go back to the social media part a little bit um, with TikTok and then some of these other platforms. There's these things called algorithms. And obviously they're trying to censor Christians and everything, you know, so you found a way to get around that a little bit. What would you recommend or what have you found? Well, what I have found is this. First of all, I'm not going to compromise what I'm trying to say here. I will never compromise the word of God. I wasn't planning on doing this on social media. To be honest with you, I never considered myself worthy of being able to, you know, I'm not an example. People think that I'm some sort of great example and I don't see myself as, as such. I see myself as filthy rags and the righteousness that I have comes from God. And it's only by his mercy that he gives it to me. But social media does have algorithms and it's based on AI stuff and it's based on formulas and stuff that we can't be privy to unless you're the one writing it or you're savvy to that sort of technology. What I have found is that the algorithm is mostly neutral. Now they got key words and they got key phrases and they got key stuff that they're trying to stifle. I don't recommend anybody compromise what they're saying. I think that some things can be said without using the direct words. If I want to get a message across on TikTok, I will substitute words in place of the words that the bots are looking for. If you're writing your captions, uh, substitute your words so that the bots don't pick up the word that they're looking for specific key words and they're looking for specific key phrases put together in sentences. If you just be subtle as a serpent there, then you can game that. Yeah. It's an algorithm. It doesn't currently, I don't think it has a real mind. Exactly. And it's kind of funny because in the past we were always told you got to use your keywords and you got to use your um, hashtags and use your, so everybody can find what you're talking about. But the truth is when God wants to promote something because one person watches it and they share it and then they share it and then they share it, it's going to go. It's going to go because of a hashtag. So you're right. Maybe we should stop using what they use against us because really what that is is that's like little flags hey here i am come get me bully and yeah uh, you can change the color of the flag without changing the symbol on it for people to understand and that way you don't get picked up on it yeah i can tell you words that they're not uh flagging they won't flag the word bible they won't flag christ they won't flag jesus i can read out of the bible right on the screen it's just certain keywords for certain topics that they're looking to mute that story down. They're not muting Bible, Jesus, or Christian yet. Yeah. I just want to read this verse here from Luke chapter 5, verse 11. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. I just think it's great that you're, you're setting aside the business aspect and following the Lord. And you're willing to go online and speak the truth come what may. And, then, and and we'll see how the Lord honors men who stand up and speak the truth and promote the Lord Jesus Christ in this apostate age. And so I just wanted to really kind of congratulate you and edify you and say thank you, because it's just encouraging to see um, more things going on in the body of Christ and um, men that, you, you know, that are humble enough to say, hey, this has nothing to do with me. It's God. It's God you, you need to reckon with. It's God you need to talk to when you die, when you, when you slip into eternity. Amen. And, you know, not believing in something doesn't mean it's not there. Not believing in God goes against your 
what's inside. The, the law of God is written on every heart. His, the evidence of his existence is clearly seen in his creation since the beginning. You got I really didn't want to believe it when I was not believing. I really did not want that to be true of everything that could possibly be true in the world. For me, that was not going to be it. That's kind of what God's word it, says is that um, people who say they don't believe in God, are, they're basically just liars. They're, they in are. Here, in here, they're just running away. They don't want to confess with their tongue. They don't want accountability. They don't want to believe because they know what it means. They will have to have a change in their life. And the, they don't understand what's so sad is that the Lord Jesus Christ frees you. You, you don't get free and then go, oh, man, I wish I could go back and do. You're so free that that doesn't even enter your mind. That doesn't mean we don't make mistakes, but I mean, the weight that's off us because our sin debt has been paid for by the Lord. It's, you can't describe it to a person. And so the freedom that is in Christ, it's the ultimate feeling I've ever had. I mean, and it's, it's, and it's never ending. It's every day. His mercy is new and he, it just gets better and better and better with Jesus. And so it's, that's what's so sad when you see these people, they think they're free. Oh, I don't have God to, to tell me what to do. No, you're a slave. It's for those out there that are, that are not saved. I pray you would listen to us. Listen to these two brothers. We were both unworthy. We're not sitting here telling you we're perfect people. We're not sitting here telling you we're smarter than you. God is smarter and, he's, and greater than all, okay? God sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins. He died, and he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and he's going to come back soon. That's why this world is unraveling. We're this close to some major stuff every day going on, on and on and on until Jesus Christ is going to come back and judge. But if you don't live till that day, you could die tomorrow. You could die tonight. So, you know, don't sit there and scoff and mock. Your day is coming. And you might not have as much time as, as Ryan had. He, God spared him. But, you know, not everybody ends up like that. Sometimes people, God takes them out. Just like that. So I'm just warning the people, because I know there's going to be scoffers and mockers. We've been where you are. You have not been where we are. We know the truth. God opened our eyes. We didn't make it up, okay? I didn't make up that I was able to stop drinking alcohol overnight after I tried everything in the book to quit, and I couldn't. I didn't make that up, and I didn't do it Amen. for myself. God Amen. freed me from that. Boom, like a nuclear bomb went off. God took it away, okay? So I just want to give glory to God, and I'm warning the people. They want to play games with God. You don't have time. So you better get real. I feel strongly right now. The time is this country is facing up to some serious stuff and the time is short. Sure. So that's all I wanted to say to them. Yes, sir. I personally believe it's absolutely foolish to think that, that just, this is just what there is. Even if you're looking at the science, okay. the complexities, who created matter? The complexities of the creation that we're able to logically and mathematically measure. Where does our logic come from? 
where does our mathematics and our ability to interact with this man, if we're just monkeys that lost our tails and stood up on two feet and walked around, um, really logic and math and music and poetry and the most, I don't believe one of the, one of the laws of science is that information must come from an intelligent source. And we have information everywhere you look in creation. There is coded DNA and codes and processes systems. And just the fact that in school, they, they taught us that the ecosystem, how everything just works together. That's design. Information must come from an intelligent source. It's impossible for especially complex information, like things that make things alive, which is something that you can't do in a little bowl in your kitchen. You know, there is literally no way for information to come from anywhere, but an intelligent designer. And God is that designer. And absolutely. In John chapter one, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. And there's your answer. Jesus Christ is the creator. God, the father. Absolutely. By, by Jesus Christ, God said, let there be light. There was light. I mean, the answers are in here. Now, if you don't want to hear it, you come up with your own other fairy tale, like nothing exploded and then randomly turned itself into everything and designed itself into everything. And by the way, we don't even know where matter came from, but you know, just aliens or something. I mean, they'll come up with anything, but that's your choice. The the people that want to do that, there can't be no answer. That's the whole thing about being in this life. God gives us, like you said, he gives us this intellect and the ability to, we have the power to find the answers. Then the devil comes in with lies. Most people want the lies. They think it frees them from the troubling question of, wow, if God is there and he made me, I'm accountable to him. And if the Bible is true, that means I'm a sinner. And if Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I, I don't care about any of that, that means I'm, I'm going to go to hell, the Bible says. So they, they take anything but God's word, anything but absolute truth. They make up their own absolute truth that they cling to. That's what I'm saying. That's a logical fallacy. You have to have some kind of belief system, even if you're just saying, like I had a coworker once, he said, well, you just die and that's it. Well, that's your religion then. You made that up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have nothing to base that on. Right. But God is merciful and he's calling, he's calling them even now, you know, calling people to humble yourselves and repent and believe the gospel. The people that he Amen. Saved. So praise the Lord. But um, if you have anything else to add, we're gonna wrap it up because it's been a great talk. And no, man, I just really appreciate being on here. Uh, Brian, I just wanted to thank you once again. I really mean it when I say that you've been a massive influence and a massive help with me in the word of God and a massive encouragement. And, um, 
I never expected to be in this position. My TikTok is is Bible talk now. I'm not doing. Uh, I mean, I'll still throw in the life thing because I'm I'm me. I'm living here, you know. But God gave me a purpose there. The questions have not stopped flowing. It's, this is a dry and thirsty land where no water is, man. The Word of God is the life. It's the bread. It's the water. It's the free fountain. It's there in your hands to read it, man. I I think a lot of people don't want to get in there and read it because it seems like it's overwhelming. But man. Every little morsel in there will feed your spirit. Even if your mind doesn't quite grasp it, the Holy Spirit will feed your spirit with this food. I I encourage everybody to get in their Bibles and read it. I don't put myself out as any kind of authority on the Bible. I never put myself in that position. People are asking questions. I don't say what I think it says. I'm just saying what it says in the TikTok. I'll just use the scriptures and we can just see what exactly what the Bible means. And then uh, I just encourage everybody to read the word on their own, test the spirits against the word of God. If you're listening to somebody on YouTube or on TikTok or something, if you're listening to me and you don't test what I say against the word of God, how do you know that what I'm saying is true? Um, But Brian, it's been real great being on here. Uh, I encourage you to continue what you're doing. It's vitally important. Um, There's not a lot of people putting out the word of God without adding stuff to it or taking stuff away from it now. And uh, I really appreciate what you do, brother. Praise God. (laughs) You, You told me right before we jumped on here, that you had a bear encounter yesterday. I kind of want to hear about that. Yeah, there's probably a mama grizzly and her cubs just over in those woods right there. Last night I came out because my dog was barking and I called him in and then uh, I let him back out because he likes to go out. And then he took off down the trail and he was barking. And I said to my wife, that doesn't sound right. And so I grabbed the boomstick and uh, head out to the yard so that I can get a good line of sight down the trail. And sure enough, about 10 feet away from my dog is a Ma Grizzly and her two cubs. And she's probably 700 pounds and they're probably a year old. Um, so I'm hollering for my dogs, get back, get back, get back. And in my mind, I'm praying, God help us here. And uh, sure enough, my dog takes off back to me. We go up to the house. Ma Grizzly never charges anybody. I mean, he was 10 feet from her cubs. She, she was just behind her cubs and he was right in their faces, man. Safety is of the Lord. Amen. And that bear didn't chase anything, didn't get my dog, didn't get me. I went back to the back door and sure enough, she poked her head up over the thing right here at the corner where you come into my yard. And then she took off through the woods. I haven't seen her, heard her since, but uh, it was enough to get this old thing going. I'll tell you what. Yeah, a little cardio there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of cardio there. But safety oh. is of the Lord, man. I tell everybody that all the time. Amen. You know, let people know where they can find you and where they can find um, your wife as well. I'm pretty much on TikTok right now at Modern Bushman. So currently it's, we're on Etsy, the Pioneer Princess home shop. I can put the links in the description. I'll send them to you. Yeah. Okay. Man, it's been a real blessing and a special honor. So thank you all uh, for watching and thank you, Ryan, for being on. I'm going to put your information in the box. And other than that, I'm just going to say God bless you all. And I hope you tune in again next time. God bless you guys. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? 
They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments. Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music. Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. The time is short. That is why KJV Prepper Christian shirts are worn to warn. KJV Prepper witness wear can be a bold witness to the unsaved and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original. Visit KJVPrepper.com for effective Christian apparel. Worn to warn. Most of you know that I love great coffee. Recently, I made a discovery right here in my hometown of Rome, New York. Broaster's Coffee Company, specializing in single-origin, organic, fair-trade, small-batch coffee. My favorite dark roast is the Nicaraguan. When you use the promo code TRUTH, you will receive 10% off your online purchase at thebroasters.com. T-H-E-B-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. Broasters Coffee Company, hashtag roasted in Rome.